Hi, my name is Chris Adams, and welcome to Alive at 275, the podcast. Today in the studio, it's a special day because it's the first time on the podcast that I've had a guest. And today, my special guest is my Weight Watchers coach, Lindsay. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. I'm very happy to have you here. I've got a lot of questions for you, but at first, I don't know a ton about you, so why don't you just give your, uh, yourself a little introduction? As Chris said, I'm Lindsay. Um, I've been a 16-year Weight Watcher member, and I've been a coach now for almost two years, and I've actually lost over 100 pounds. Awesome. Um, I like to tell people I've lost over 100 pounds twice because, of course, life set in and I regained Ah. after a few years of maintenance. And um, after gaining 80 pounds, re-lost 60 of the 80 I lost. So I'm kind of a two-time 100 pound. Ah, okay. (laughs) All right. So you lost 100, gained 80, and then lost 60 back. Okay, okay. And are you still on your journey now? Are you happy where you're at? No, still on, probably still what I consider on the weight loss journey. Mm -hmm. Even though I was able to become a coach prior to getting back to the doctor's goal weight that I set on record with Weight Watchers, um, it's still somewhere I need to get down to. It's somewhere I want to be. If I'm under 200, I'm definitely happy. Mm -hmm. I'm actually happy keeping 100 pounds off. I feel the best if I keep 100 pounds off. And then being... Under 200, I guess that's that vanity part that we strive for. (laughs) But to ever get back down to where I was on my first initial journey, if I don't get there, it's okay. I don't think I strive for that anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. just real happy right now with just life in general. So Yeah, I've thought about it recently, and I was like, I almost feel like, I've got to do this forever. I like need that guide. I need, you know, the points, the trackers. I need something telling me like, even though I could stop doing it now and probably for the next six months eat the same food. And then after that, you know, you start adding stuff in. This stuff's not so bad. That's not so bad. So it's kind of a thing of like, I think I got to do this the rest of my life. I was really, Absolutely. Yeah. It's extra accountability, which is, mm. you know, what brought you to the studio is you needed that extra accountability. Yeah. And even when I was gaining the weight back, I was still going to my workshops Yeah, and people would ask me, are you still doing Weight Watchers? And I would be like, yeah, Yeah. but like I clearly wasn't working the program, Mm -hmm. but I was still going to my workshops and I was still checking in, Um, just lost my way a little bit, but yeah. I think that's still important, you know, you're still keeping it like in the forefront of your mind, even if you're not doing the program, I think just going you're going to eventually get back on, I believe. Yeah. That's how I feel. So um, tell me first, you said you started Weight Watchers 16 years ago. Uh, What led you to Weight Watchers at that time? So it was not my first time in Weight Watchers. My mom was a longtime dieter, um, Weight Watchers included. And I have an older sister that actually reached lifetime at 13 years old. Back then, that's when you could do that. You could become a lifetime member at 13 back in the day. As a minor? Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just growing up, we were always on a bunch of different diet plans. Mm-hmm. The one plan that I probably had the most success on was the prism diet, not the prison diet, but prison. it did feel <laughs> yeah. sometimes like we were yeah. in prison, um, eating very few calories. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually lost 30 pounds in high school. So yeah. that was the last time I was that low. 
Um, and in, then my sister and I had some promotional travel to Las Vegas um, in 2006, and I I almost couldn't buckle the seatbelt. Oh, I didn't no. know there was such a thing as a seatbelt extender, but like yeah. I could I could barely buckle the seatbelt. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was exhausting and hot, you know, walking around Vegas. Yeah. And I had hoped that at least maybe I'd lost a little bit to be able to buckle the seatbelt yeah. a little more comfortably on the way home. And um, I just decided then and there that I was going to join my Weight Watcher studio. My mom said she couldn't join me until the following month because my aunt was coming to visit and she really wanted to spend some time with her before getting on a new weight loss plan. And I said, okay, I'll see you in a month. And I just went into the Nampa location. Back then we were on Garrity and signed up. And so you signed up for the in-person meetings like right when you started? Yeah, yeah. I've always... um, I've never really done yoga, but I feel like Weight Watchers is like my home and my center. And any of the times throughout my journey, like the connection to the the leader back then, of course, we called him leader. The connection to the coach was always really important to me. And um, I don't know. It just the just the, it centered me if and I've been to a lot of workshops because, you know, I work night shift and rotating shifts and. Um, you know, we're a 24-7, 365 at my full-time gig. So I've been to a lot of workshops. I've met a lot of coaches through my years. Um, now, what made you become a coach then after so many years with Weight Watchers? Yeah, I think after a while, I just, I just knew that it's, I guess, like where I needed to be because you don't lose a large amount of weight without going to like a lot of extremes. So obviously I really got super into the program, exercise, points. I mean, my coworkers probably got tired of hearing points (laughs) back in the day. So I always knew I wanted to work for Weight Watchers. And the more and more I attended workshops, a lot of them would say, man, we really got to get you on board. Mm. But Weight Watchers had very strict guidelines back then. You had to be at Weight Watchers' goal. Well, Mm. I'm 5'6", and my BMI, per the BMI chart, I had to be 155. I started at (laughs) 304.8 with no desire to be 155. So I could never work for Weight Watchers. Oh, it was all by your BMI back then. Yeah. Wow. Then the shutdown happened. And the restart happened, and all of a sudden, there was need for coaches again. Okay. And um, Weight Watchers has just relaxed a little bit. They now allow a doctor's note to be a coach. Mm-hmm. So then that was my first journey. I lost 140 pounds initially, and it was all by a doctor's note. It was never by Weight Watchers BMI scale. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, because my BMI tells me to be like in the normal range. I got to be like 170 or 180. I'm 6'1". I will be bone skinny. I'll look anorexic, I believe. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, Weight Watchers <laughs> follows the science, and that's mm-hmm. what we have to do, and that's what our program's based off of, and the science is still following the BMI chart. You know, the medical yeah. science is still following BMI, but it doesn't take into consideration gender and, you know, muscle mass and all of that. No, not at all. So, yeah, that's, I hate the BMI chart, honestly. (laughs) I don't feel like it's an honest representation of of the whole picture. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Which having a conversation between you and your doctor, if something is more uh, attainable and maintainable, it's one thing to attain a goal. It's another thing to maintain it. Yeah, exactly. And if it's hard to attain it, yeah, it's going to be hard to maintain. Well, and that's the thing, too. And I think most people, and I've done it in the past, have done a diet, and you get to this weight, and you think you're done. 
and you're not done. You're like just starting the thing. And I think that's the mentality that has screwed me up. And also like feeling other things not working, you know, and I've, I did Weight Watchers. If you listen to the podcast, a digital version twice. And so, but yeah, it was just starting out strong, fudging some numbers, you know, and then this time I knew I had to focus. And that's why I started going to the meetings too. I was like, I need something else other than just the app. And so I was like, okay, I don't want to go to meetings that bad. Now I do. I love going to the meetings. But back then, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to go sit in a weight loss meeting. No way. But With a bunch of women. Yeah. But our group really loves your input. Oh, cool. We love oh, having you. The group oh, awesome. loves your input. So oh. keep coming. Yeah, I will. I'm, I have to keep coming, honestly. That's part of it. Unfortunately, um, like we all know, we've all been there. Everything's new and fun and exciting at first. Yeah. We used to hand out what was called 16-week charm, 16-week stay and succeed. Mm-hmm. If you make it 16 weeks, you're going to keep going. But I know what it means when we don't hear from members in a little while. And I've lost a lot of friends, gained friends and lost friends through this journey. Like I, I get it. And when someone's really ready, then we'll, we'll be there to meet them. And if they're not ready, that's okay. When they are, we'll still be there to meet them. Yeah, exactly. So just keep coming. Just keep coming when it, Starts to feel like, yeah, because those weeks I came and I wasn't losing, I hit it like a little plateau and I was like, I'm going to go in. I've lost like nothing or 0.4 pounds. And, you know, I always like seeing an awesome number when I go in and I know I focus a lot on my weight and maybe that'll change at some point, but, uh, that's my biggest thing. But also, uh, walking every day has had some health benefits for me. My heart rate's gone down, my resting heart rate, uh, my cardio recovery has lessened as well. So, yeah. so there's big health benefits to Well, this. just the behavior changes. Like, mm-hmm. I just heard recently there's results and there's behaviors and you get change from, you know, or, I'm sorry, it's there's change and there's behaviors. So if you make changes, you're going to see results, right? Mm-hmm. And if you make, you know, do some new behaviors, you're also going to see results. Yeah. But when we look at something more long lasting, yeah. the behavior changes you've already made, the goalpost will meet you where it yeah. needs to. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it is just about tweaking our expectations just a little bit yeah. because we're not going to have that perfect downhill slope. Yeah. Um, but members can go a long time, a long time without a gain. And it's hard. It's hard to process that first gain or that first yeah. low loss. Yeah. It was like, ah, it's not working now. Then I got some tips at the meeting and yeah, those worked for me. And so now I'm working that plan. Yesterday I hit my lowest weight at I uh, hit 23 and a half pounds yesterday. That is fantastic. Yeah, so nice I'm excited. Job. Yeah. And uh, if I tell you what I did, you'd probably think I was crazy how that worked out. <laughs> probably not if you want to tell me about it. <laughs> okay. So me and my girlfriend like to have a few drinks in the evening. 
Um, I used to always drink Fireball, but with the sugar in it, I switched over to tequila. Well, this past week, I was like, I really want some Fireball again. I bought some Fireball and had that that night. That was the only change I made. Oh, we went on a longer walk that evening. Normally, we go like a mile. We did two miles, too. Um, next day, lost three and a half pounds. So, Fireball is the key. Fireball <laughs> is the key. You know, I've had some pretty big weight losses after beer, yeah. like St. Patty's Day. So, mm. I think beer's the answer, but beer. maybe Fireball <laughs> is the answer, fireball, right? Yeah. Do you just drink it? straight or do you mix it with something oh just straight straight fireball yeah it's sweet and cinnamony a little burn yeah I pretty like good it. i hear Some it's good with it. ginger ale right oh, i've never tried it with ginger no ale, um cream soda oh probably would be yeah i've never tried that <laughs> i might try it but i do just like the regular taste as well <laughs> well and i i don't like hearing members giving up things that they love we yeah. know that this journey is about change mm-hmm. and it is about making behavior changes but just like when you were like i had tried tip five days and it was delicious yeah. that's that's what i want to hear yeah so i'm glad you had some fireball Oh, okay, awesome. Yeah, me too. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was delicious. I mean, I love Fireball. Good. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, that's what I la- love about Weight Watchers. Is it's not an elimination diet. Like yep. you can still have anything. You can't have as much of it or as often as you might want, but yeah. you can still have those things. Which, I mean, that's probably why why I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah. There's nothing like, you know, you. I can't have a piece of pizza. I can have it. You know, I know what I need to do after I eat the pizza. Yeah, it's like balancing your checkbook, right? Exactly. You're given daily points. You're given weekly points. You have ways to add to your Mm -hmm. weekly points when, you know, when needed. Just like you shared on, you know, your podcast about navigating that barbecue and the choices you made. You Mm -hmm. went in with intentional choices that deducted from your checkbook and you were still happy with wherever the deduction was balancing out. So. That's what it's about. It's yeah. not about elimination. It's not about being miserable, right? We yeah. use the example of chicken and broccoli back <laughs> then, brown rice. But of course, I love brown rice. Yeah. But, you know, it's not about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I love. I can eat Good. anything pretty much. It's not cheating if I pick up a candy bar at the store, you know, or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably why I will stay on it longer than anything else is Good. just because of that. You I don't love have hearing to cut that. Things out. Good. Real quick, uh, you talked about Weight Watchers staying up with uh, the science and things like that. What do you know about them now being able to prescribe Wagovi? This is, I heard, a new thing. It's a weight loss. I think it's a shot, maybe. Have you so heard of it? So it it goes along with the new sequence partnership mm-hmm. and it's for just certain select members, doctor led, you know, medical expert led. And so basically it's Weight Watchers approach to just chronic conditions causing obesity, okay. right? There's other things that lead to obesity than just potentially what we put in our mouth and or what we don't put in our mouth or how much we exercise. So this partnership, again, is not for everybody. The Weight Watchers program that everybody still knows and loves still works. And so there's not some magical drug out on the market that's now just going to make weight loss accelerated. Yeah. Addresses, you know, chronic obesity issues for the members that need it by just Hmm. bringing in medical along with the diet, along with 
mental health and everything that goes along with it. Gotcha. Now, do you know anyone that has been on this medication? I don't. No. Mm-mm. Okay. No. But I understand it's pretty new. I just started seeing it like in the now doing Weight Watchers and like my Google, you know, articles start popping up about Weight yeah. Watchers and things like yeah, that. Yeah. No, I don't. I personally, I not had any members, you know, come to me and ask about it or, you know, have been directed to it. I've read up on some, you know, FAQs and whatnot on the website, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about it because if a member approaches me on it, then it's really just to answer any type of questions I can and then kind of direct them toward, toward the appropriate uh, way to get signed up to learn more, to start talking to a medical professional. Okay, great. Yeah. I just learned about this yesterday, actually. And when I saw it, I was like, there's actually one of these that's supposed to work. And the article was kind of like, is this the end of like diet things like Noom and Weight Watchers and things like that? But I think they both have adopted the Wagovi stuff. And are... Yeah, again, I don't know much about the medication because yeah. I believe initially the medication is geared toward um, uh, like A1C, lowering A1C and, mm-hmm. you know, those with diabetes. Oh, okay. So I don't, when it first came out, when the information first was out there, it was like, Oh no, Weight Watchers now just you know prescribing Ozempic, but like again, we've never been a fad diet. It's yeah. never been a quick fix. Yeah. We know that what you eat, how much you move, getting appropriate sleep and um, you know, activity, mindset, sleep and um oh my gosh, I'm having trouble with my four pillars. <laughs> activity, mindset, sleep, nutrition. Activity. activity. Wait, activity, we already mindset, said activity. Sleep, oh, nutrition. food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just okay, food. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> gonna have to edit that point out. Yeah, yes, right. yes. There we go. Yeah. You know, we're still based on our four pillars, right? Mm-hmm. So it's important that we're moving our body, that we're paying attention to what we're putting in our mouth, getting appropriate sleep, and just working on just mindset, working on overall health. Yeah. And I think those that are having difficulty with weight loss because of a chronic obesity issue that's more than just outside influences, then that's where a medical professional and medication can help with that. But that's why it's not for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was wondering, I was like, do I need this thing? But I kind of like the path I'm on right now. Good, good. Again, if you think it's something you're interested in, then we can definitely get you to who you need to talk to, to find out if you're a candidate for, you know, any of that. Let's get workshoppy here. What is one thing that contributed to your success this week and why? Oh, you know, I am just really working on tracking this week. Mm -hmm. So I've been really committed to tracking. And because I've been so committed to tracking, that's really just turned into really, um, like, again, that intentional focus, especially on social engagements. So on Tuesday, a bunch of my coworkers went to see the Barbie movie. And I just, they were all coming from work. I was the only one off work that day. They were all coming from work. So it was like I didn't know what the plan was. We were going to the 21 plus at the village. Mm-hmm. Was there going to be drinks? Was there going to be food? Yeah. So I was kind of leaving myself an abundance of points just in case. 
But I had a late lunch that day. When we got to the movie theater, I was like, you know what? I'm good. I don't really want to spend the points for popcorn. Yeah. I don't really need anything to eat. So I just got a Coke Zero, mm. went into the show. And then afterwards, I was like, well, I could talk myself into eating out. I have 14 <laughs> points left. Or I could just go yeah. home. So yeah. just being more intentional. Yeah. You know? Today, I've got a social situation, you know, after I leave here today. And it was like, okay, plan a little bit ahead. Pack some stuff. You know, I was out and about since about noon today. Pack some stuff with you so you've got yeah. something to snack on. So, again, your points are in in check for going out this evening, right? Yeah. For drinks or food out this evening. So, yeah. just being real focused on my tracking this week. Okay, great. Yes. So I have started being um, more active on the Connect part of Weight Watchers app. Do you use that at all? I do, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've started like making a couple kind of connections with people, have some people on there listening to the podcast. Yeah, what's your favorite part about Connect? What do you enjoy Um, about it? I don't know. I like seeing people's stories when they come up, like just started, you know, this is where I'm at. This is my goal. And the ones that are either at their goal or, uh, you know, on their journey. And then also Weight Watchers posts a little something, I think, each day. And that one gets yeah. like hundreds of comments on it and stuff. So, but yeah, I think I like the connection of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just chatting with people or doing the yeah. same thing, the same program, you know. Now, I heard they have some men's groups because... Yeah. There's not a lot of men in our workshop, so have no. you been able to connect with some men on their journey and how it's going? Uh, not yet, but I do want to try out Saturday mornings. Uh, there's one at 10.30 a.m. There's a virtual all-men's workshop, Good. and I just haven't had the time yet, but one of these weeks I'm going to do that yeah. and just to see, like, I don't know, what's a men's workshop like? <laughs> well, yeah, because, again, where you, you come in for coaching and guiding and suggestions, like, again it's mostly female. So yeah. even when you wanted help a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I'm going to have to reach out and get some advice from mm. some other coaches that have had male members. Yeah. Um, you're a lot younger than any of the male members I've also had come through the door. So to try to make sure the advice for you is, you know, again, helpful for you. So I think an all men's yeah. workshop could definitely address some, some really good stuff and then camaraderie, yeah. of course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to hear it from a yeah. male's point of view, you know, how yeah, different yeah. that is. So Before Connect, it was the message boards. So okay. my involvement was really heavy in the message boards when I was in my journey. Mm. I actually was part of a hundred plus pound group. Okay. And there's still, um, there's still about six of us that are all still friends, Facebook oh, yeah. friends. I've met my friend Donnie, who's up in Spokane. She uh-huh. listens to your podcast now. Oh, awesome. <laughs> and then my friend Nicolee, who's in Missouri. I haven't been able to meet Dave. We we missed paths, but mm-hmm. Dave and Nicolee have met. And then I met Regina, who's in Illinois. And um, there's a couple others, too, still on there that hopefully oh, hopefully cool. one day yeah. we'll all get to you know meet. We always talked about it would be fun to get everybody together. So, yeah, you can absolutely make connections. Yeah, definitely. And you said you've made friends, lost friends in the yeah. program. Now, do you typically lose them when they leave Weight Watchers and then they just can't be your friend anymore? Usually. And yeah. I don't know if that's their own 
guilt because they're not on the program. I don't think I'm judgy. I don't think I'm like, shame on you. Like, so I do think some of that's just just part of it. Mm. Um, Even when I was in the thick of my program and just like crazy into it. Some friends would be like, man, I miss the old Lindsay. I miss the old Lindsay that used to go out to happy hour all the time. (laughs) Yeah. But again, it's, you don't lose a hundred pounds without, you know. Yeah, without. Cutting a lot out. With intention, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing uh, for me is being more intentional with my food, you know, as opposed to just grabbing whatever's the quickest, you know, I'm cooking more. I love to cook, but uh, I'm doing it a lot more now. Um, intention, Intentional with my water intake too. So I think that's the biggest thing is kind of a focus and a mindset like just on your goal yeah. really helps out. Which is why, like you said, it is for the long term. Some of it will just become habit. Yeah. But it just it just takes focus. Even after 16 years, like I'm really working on tracking this week, you know. And you started when we didn't have the app. No, it was manual, wasn't it? I started back in just paper. You just had a little tracker that you got each week and you had to check the boxes. Two fruits, three vegetables, Uh, two dairy. Yeah. One or two bread. I didn't start in the liver days, of course. Back in the day, Weight Watchers, you had to eat liver. Oh, God. That was a requirement on the program. Are you serious? Yes. Any of our, any of our real season members yeah. are like, oh, yeah, we remember the liver days. But yeah. no, back then, and, and you factored points with a slider. My girlfriend calories. said she had one of those Yeah, back in the your day. calories. Yeah. And then it went to calculator and then app. And even when the app rolled out, I was still like paper tracker because I guess that's, again, that's like that connection, right? Yeah. And so for the longest time, I wasn't using the app. And then I eventually (laughs) bit the bullet and I was like, okay, this is way easier. (laughs) (laughs) You've had talked about Weight Watchers starting in the 1960s, right? I believe it was. We just celebrated our 60th birthday, right? 1953. Oh, 53. Okay. No, that's not 60 years. 60 years. Okay. If it's 23, that would be 63, right? Okay. We just had our 60th birthday, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Right? right. 50th. Was it? I forget the number. Oh my gosh. It was like my second week there. You're going to have to edit this out (laughs) too. 50th. 50. We'll say 50th. That would put it in 1963, right? If it was 60 years. No. 60 years would be 63. I'm failing as a Weight Watcher coach right now. A long time ago. A long time ago it happened. Jean Knightage started this in just like her basement, just with a group of women after she was mistaken as pregnant at a grocery store. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she just started. I think you told a little bit of the story one time. She started with just a group of friends. Yeah. Yeah. And it just grew. $2 was the starting rate. And I'm told we still have some $2 grandfathered members. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So maybe while I'm thinking why what sticks in my mind for 50 years is we're a franchise. We're a Salt Lake City franchise Mm. under the Weight Watchers International umbrella. And my manager and them, they've definitely had their franchise for 
over 50 years. Oh, she took wow. over from her grandparents. So. Oh, okay. So that could be why I keep thinking it was our 50th birthday, but Maybe I feel like it was the 60th birthday th- of Weight Watchers. I think so. Okay. I swear it was around there. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't know Weight Watchers had franchises. So Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, there are some franchise locations. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I don't know much about the franchise and how it works, but our franchise is connected to Salt Lake City. So we're Utah, Idaho, Nevada. We had Wyoming, too, I was told at Mm. one point. But again, things shifted a little bit, you know, after the dreaded 2020. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. So we've always been a Salt Lake City based franchise. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Do people purchase the franchise or is it like when you open up a McDonald's type of thing? Yeah. So from my understanding is. Gina, my manager, she gets all of the stuff from Weight Watchers, okay. and then in turn, she passes it down to us. Oh, so I we see. are still leading the same workshops as the virtual mm-hmm. coaches are. We're yeah. still leading the same and getting the same material that we are getting from International. It just filters from International to Gina and then to us. So, oh, okay. gotcha. yeah, and Weight Watchers International closed down some local workshops a little while back, um, some local workshops and some virtuals, because now they want nationally led coaches, especially on all of their virtual platforms. Oh, Thankfully, okay, being franchised, gotcha. we were still good and are still yeah. good. So. Yeah, I've seen some people not happy about losing workshops in their area yeah. on the Connect app. <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. imagine. Like yeah. you said, you're already feeling... Like yeah, this is I, I like going to a them, place yeah. you want to like, be. Oh, it's Monday, going to a workshop. Yeah. I never thought I would feel that way. So that's cool. Good. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Uh, before we get out of here, I wanted to chat with you about the walk talks. Do you listen to those? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The first one I ever listened to was uh, an Olympic athlete. And that was kind of on one of my early when I started walking this couple months ago and I listened to that it was when I was on by myself so I had my headphones in and was listening and uh, that one really kind of changed my mindset because she talked in that about uh, suspending your disbelief in yourself and until you you know change the action I think she said the action will then change the thought and then your thought will then change the feeling of it and I was like oh speaking to me right now yeah 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 they're great um i love anything to oprah um i think she's just so empowering and so motivating yeah and i had the opportunity to actually go see her on her 2020 your life in focus down in dallas oh i dragged my husband one of like (laughs) i don't know 15 men at this establishment in this arena in in um dallas texas but Mm. um the author the the he wrote a book on chatter. His walk talks really good to listen to too about mm-hmm. the appropriate use of having good chatter advisors and how you should have those mm-hmm. people in your life that help you process those things. Yeah. And I really loved um, the food the food network food chef uh, Jadia. I don't know how to say her last name. Hers is really great. They're all really great. Yeah. Brooke Shields is a good one. Matthew McConaughey is a good oh, one. Oh, I know. I listened to the Matthew They're McConaughey. They're just so motivating. Some, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And just some greats. Like that one, like it was just like a mindset shift for me once I listened to that. I was yeah. like, okay, I can do that. Good. You know? Yeah. And that's what you need sometimes when we get so focused on the scale and the scale number. Yeah. That's when it's easy to quit. Exactly. But if yeah. we can shift our mindset, then 
again, the rest probably just fall in line sometimes if we can just shift our focus away from just the scale number. Yeah. It really can drive us crazy when we're just so hyper-focused on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you're finding other outlets. And the app has so many other good features underneath oh, the, yeah. you know, the audio coaching portion. Mm-hmm. So yeah, many. I've listened to some of that yes. stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Just the recipes. It's a very thorough app. I really like it because you can good. put your own recipes yeah. in and then it calculates it all out for exactly, you. Exactly. Right. And yeah. They make it super easy. Edit so. a recipe that's already on there. I love that feature. Yeah. Um, and then of course the restaurant having the ability to look up points at restaurants. And now I figured out there's a filter button. So if you're going to a restaurant, you can filter it to say, I want to spend 10 points. Yeah. And then it shows you everything 10 points or less. That yeah. was mind blowing. Yeah, that is an I had awesome no idea. Feature. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> used that yet, but I plan to Good. when I go out, as long as my restaurant's on there. <laughs> That's the hard part. Yeah. Sometimes you have to find something comparable, or sometimes, yeah, you know, that. I try not to overthink about it, right? Restaurant hamburger track, move yeah, on. Exactly. I try not to. Yeah. You know, get too hyper-focused on it. Yeah. Just add a quarter of an extra piece of bacon. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Is that the thing? The thing for me is like, if it says pancakes, is that assuming there's butter? Like, that's the hard part. If you look up pancakes for a restaurant, are they counting the butter or not counting the butter? Are they counting the syrup or not counting the syrup? That's what I'm not sure of sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) And I see that on some of the restaurant stuff. They're like, this thing with like no sauce or something like that. Exactly. Unless it says no dressing or then I guess assume. Yeah. Again, it's not just track it and move on. Just track track it and and move on. on. The fact that you looked it up is the point. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, before we get out of here, I wanted to ask you, is there anything that you want to say to my audience? Any words of encouragement? Well, I don't know how big your audience is. It's small. Is it small? (laughs) Right now it is. It'll be huge soon. It's a new (laughs) podcast. Well, it's a good one. Kind of like my blog. I blog. And so I always say, Oh, my 17 readers will love this. Yeah. Is it all right if I tell my 17 readers? Because, yeah, yeah, my audience is pretty small, although sometimes I draw some bigger numbers. But, no, I think we touched on it a little bit earlier. Like, you have to be ready for this journey. And, like, don't, don't count out any small anything all those small changes yield big results so like just somehow find the courage to get started one of my most favorite quotes lately especially after you know regaining 80 pounds and losing it again is the comeback is stronger than the setback and i always think about that all the time like when you fall it's okay just get back up and there's learning in the fall there's something to be learned there's something to grow there's an avenue to go and so have a little cry pick yourself up and keep going because this journey is not easy but it is 100% always worth it very true thank you so much for being here today I'm excited for this episode to come out I hope all the people in our workshop listen to it and we'll see you next time on Alive at 275